Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. This week's Work of the Week tells its own story simply because of the two names behind it, that of the subject and that of its sculpture. The sculpture was Seamus Murphy and the subject was Terence McSweeney and assistant curator of the Crawford Art Gallery tells me more about this extraordinary piece of work. Michael, it's great to be meeting up with you yet again, virtually. Someday we will meet face to face. And, you know, there's two people. One person I'd have loved to have met face to face if I'd been alive when he was alive. And that's definitely Seamus Murphy. But the other one we can kind of meet face to face because Seamus Murphy immortalised him. So that's Terence McSweeney and that's this week's work of the week. Yes, yeah, so the work that we're looking at this week is a sculpture mm. and it's a different type of portraiture because it's in three dimensions. Yes. So we kind of, we feel a different sort of presence when we're in front of a sculpture than we might a painting or something else. Yeah. And so this is a portrait that Seamus Murphy made actually in 1963. Wow. So long after Terence McSweeney had left us but it's it's quite interesting to think of, you know, how do you remember someone and how do you kind of make them physical again? And and, and that was kind of, I think, the task at hand for Seamus Murphy when he was tackling this project. Who asked him to do this? Well, it was actually, it was a commission from Cork City Hall. So I yeah. suppose the, the corporation, as it was at the time, it, it was a commission for two portraits, actually. One was of... Terence McQueenie, and mm-hmm. the other was of Tomás McCurtain. So the two Lord Mayors from 1920 who had, had died in that year. Yeah. So this was a sort of a commemoration. Now, the, the one we're looking at is the plaster model that he would have made for the eventual bronze bust that is in City Hall. Yes. Not the two monuments outside of City Hall, but these bronze busts are inside City Hall, not ah. to confuse them. Yeah, because I was, I was thinking, were they the ones that were outside standing guard, so to speak? No, these are the ones, I suppose, the heart and soul of City Hall, in a way, when, when you go back to it. One thing that Seamus Murphy has done is he, he hasn't emblazoned the man in any suit or uniform. No, so what's really interesting about this portrait is because, you know, he has kind of his own artistic license, um, he creates a likeness that seems timeless. Mm. We just have his his shoulders and his head. Mm. And his shoulders are bare, so he's not wearing a shirt or he's not wearing a suit. He's not wearing a uniform or the chains and robes of office. He's just actually a man. And it kind of might remind us a little bit of ancient sculpture of a hero 
you know, where where clothes really weren't part of the plan. <laughs> so it's kind of this heroic tradition from the past that Murphy is connecting with. He does the same with the companion piece, which is, of, of course, of Tomorrow from the Curtain. And the plaster bust of that is in Cork Public Museum. The Crawford and the Public Museum have the two, I suppose, models, and City Hall have the finished bronzes. Another way of looking at it is just because the man has been presented as he is, as a person rather than as a Lord Mayor or as somebody of status, even though it does make him look very heroic, it also presents him as, as a citizen, just one of the people. That's a really good point. And I think that's, that's an important thing to remember about Terence McSweeney, because, you know, people can become lost in history, not only be forgotten, mm. but they can also be lost under the kind of the weight of all of the circumstances that grew up around them. Yeah. And so Terence McSweeney is one of those national icons. Our idea of him might be actually quite far removed from the man himself. And he wrote quite prolifically about what it meant to be a citizen. That's why we've chosen this work of the week, because it's part of our exhibition, Citizen Nowhere, Citizen Somewhere, The Imagined Nation kind of a parting shot from us because that exhibition is is winding down now at Easter time. But it really, I suppose, brings out his humanity and also his aspirations for not only Ireland, but also other parts of empire, if you, if you want to put it that way. And his writings were about those principles of freedom. You know, what do we base our aspirations on? And that inspired Gandhi, didn't it? Yeah. So, you know, the publication Principles of Freedom came out in 1921. So just a few short months after McSweeney had died on hunger strike. And what they do is they collect together his writings over the past decade. They were translated around the world and in particular in India, Hmm. multiple languages in India. and, And that's where... Gandhi and Nehru and Bhagat Singh and others would have come into contact with it. And of course, you know, when someone writes something that you're also thinking or you're, you have maybe the same problem mm-hmm. and here is a solution, yeah. you, you can't really underestimate, I think, that impact. And because McSweeney was such a globally known figure in 1920-21 because of his hunger strike, because of the press attention and the protests around the world in support of him. People like Gandhi and Nehru and so on could not have been unaware Mm. of him. And Bhagat Singh actually quotes him before his own death. Do you know, I think Terence McSweeney might disagree with everything that has been done for him. Just with one basic thought, the fact that they've made a bronze bust out of him, the fact that we're looking at him here, he would he would hate it if he found out that he was actually put on a pedestal. But we have put him on a pedestal, ironically. <laughs> <laughs> I think probably he probably would, would shy away from this sort of attention and really, you know, probably ask us to look at the more important questions. Yeah. Because he was such an important figure, in Ireland's own campaign for independence that kind of out of his hands because what he did meant that he has become a, a figure that we respect. And what do we do with people we respect? Of course, 
we try to celebrate them. Mm-hmm. And one way of doing that, of course, is through portraiture and through commemoration. And so this brings portraiture and commemoration together. Yeah. And as you said there, it's part of, and I presume it's almost a centrepiece in itself, of Citizen Nowhere, Citizen Somewhere, The Imagined Nation, which is only running until the 5th of April and is only available online in the Crawford Art Gallery website, where you can also see this week's work of the week, which is Seamus Murphy's Terence McSweeney from 1963. Have a look at him and he'll have a look back at you and he'll still say, why did you put me on a pedestal? But we know why. He deserved it. (laughs) (laughs) Michael, again, thanks a million. Thanks a million, Connor.